All right. Well, hey, I got kind of a fun little illustration for you this morning. And um, Alan pointed out that I promised this morning would be short. So buckle up for about three hours. Uh, No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, But uh, we, last night, talked about two aspects of Christ coming. We talked about him uh, being in swaddling clothes. Let me see if I can get my slides up for you. Um, And then we talked about him being laid in a manger. And so I like to call this part three, okay? So part three, we talked about swaddling clothes. We talked about being laid in a manger. Part three is, if you remember at the end of that story, let's read it again really quick. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinus was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was the house of the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because, and here's what's important for us this morning, there was no place for them in the inn. No place for them in the inn. Um, Lord Jesus, I pray this morning, God, as we look to this next year, Lord, that we would not have our lives so filled uh, that we would not have a place for you. And so, God, I just pray that you'd help us see that this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, I have a victim, I mean, a volunteer named KJ. So, KJ, come up. And uh, KJ here, young strapping lad. Um, KJ uh, is going to be our illustration for this morning, okay? And so, there's this thing about life today that it seems like people just keep handing you things, right? They, the world kind of tells you that you need uh, lots of exciting, you know, investments, interests, so you got to learn how to play music. Um, oh, but you got to work hard too, right? You got to work really, really hard, and, and, and you got to get a good job. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, you also have to get an education. You got to get an education. So KJ's job here is not to drop anything, okay? 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 Oh, and you can't forego the important cup of coffee. You got that? All right. Oh, but you got to be entertained really well, right? And so you've got to have, you know, your shows that you're interested, your movies. I know some of you are maybe Star Wars fans. So you got to have that, okay? Oh, but you got to have your outdoor hobbies. You have your indoor hobbies. You got movies. You got entertainment, right? You got your shows. KJ, can you even see me at this point? Okay, okay. So you got to have, you know, uh, for us men, you got to have your, your, your weapon, your gun to go shooting or hunting or your side-by-side. You got to have that outdoor activity. All right, how are you doing, KJ? Good. Okay, good. Oh, and here's a Christmas gift for you too. All right, KJ, here's, ooh, we don't want to light the uh, shovel on fire here. <laughs> okay. All right, KJ, are you ready? All right, I got you a Bible, man. I need you to turn to the book of First Peter. We're going to do a Bible study. I need you to take the Bible. You're not taking it. What's the deal? All right. You've been given all this stuff, right? You guys see my point? Sometimes we fill our lives. Everybody give KJ a round of applause. You can go set that stuff over there. We better help unpack him. Oh, 
It's all good. You didn't break anything. There was nothing there that, that was going to be broken too much, but all right. Hey, thank you, KJ. <clears throat> See, the illustration for us is this world is going to continually hand you new things. It's going to continue to put new responsibilities, new interests on you. The trick is, is knowing when to say no to good things, saying no to good things so that you can say yes to God things. So I want to talk this morning about having no room in the inn. As we talk about this, um, I know a lot of us picture this like cave scene, but most practically, most possibly, um, the inn is translated guest room. That's one way some of your translations will say guest room. That's because Mary and Joseph were probably staying in the basement in, in, in Joseph's families. They were extended family house in Bethlehem. And in the bottom of houses in those days, they would have a barn-like area for the animals, right? And so the family would stay upstairs and they would have guest rooms. And so all of the guest rooms in this family home were filled. And so Mary and Joseph were left downstairs with the animals. And so that's why we look at, we kind of have this big picture of a barn, right? Well, so in Joseph's family, which was a good thing, there was no place for Mary and Joseph and Jesus. And so I, I just want us to, to think about and to consider that this morning. I want to take a look at a passage. So what does it mean for us not to fill our lives with so much? Um, I want to take us to a passage in Scripture, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. If you got a Bible this morning, Matthew 28, 11 through 30. <clears throat> Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. And as I prayed through this idea of not having room for Jesus or trying to make room in our lives for Jesus, I came to this passage. Many of you need to hear this this morning for the next year. It says this, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you, everybody say this with me, rest. Everybody go, take my yoke upon you. And learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Everybody go, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is such an intriguing passage to me. You know why? Because here he's saying, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But you guys know what a yoke is? What's a yoke? It's, an, it's for oxen. It's a tool of labor. So here Jesus is saying, I want you to put on this yoke that is for laboring, and I want you to rest. How do those things work? You're asking me to rest, and you're asking, you're saying this is going to be easy, but you're asking me to put on this, this visual of a device that, that is for plowing, right, with, two, with an oxen. And I think a lot of us, uh, this passage was blown up for me when I figured out that the yoke that he's talking about, it's a double yoke. You see how there's two sides to this yoke? There's two holes for two oxen to put, go in either side, to go in either side. And I want you to see this, the idea. So when uh, a farmer is teaching back in the day, a young oxen, maybe some of you train oxen, I don't know. We live in Riverton, I, you know. Um, but when you had a young oxen, um, a newbie, you would put him in a yoke with your biggest oxen, your most experienced oxen. And so how would you train up that young oxen? You would, you would have them pull 
um, this yoke, but who bore the weight, the big experienced oxen, the big experienced oxen. So what is Jesus saying here? He doesn't want you to, to quit, to you know, roll into the fetal position and give up on life. He wants us to continue. He's not saying just stop doing things. How many of you have stopped doing things and you try to rest that way and then you get to the end of it and you're like, I don't feel rested. Anybody there? Like those are the, those days that go really fast and you get to the end of them. And you're like, I'm still exhausted, right? So Jesus isn't saying stop moving forward, but he's saying, make sure you're doing and going in the direction that I'm pulling. Take up the work that I have for you and you're going to find what? Rest. So what is our problem in today's world? We keep trying to pull the yoke in front of Jesus, don't we? What's our problem? We keep taking on projects that Jesus doesn't have for us. By the way, this can be good things. How many of you have a really hard time saying no to good things, right? It's difficult. But so the thing to walk away from today is this, to learn to go where Jesus is pulling, to sit on that yoke of Christ and to follow him, his burden. And and I think to leave room in our lives to be led in the direction of Christ. See, when we take on all of these many different things. In today's society, it's interesting to me how many conveniences that we have that own us, that master us, right? Technology is supposed to make life easier. How many of you are like, "Mm, no, right? We spend more time trying to get our technology working, right? And we stress out more about that. Maybe, just maybe, what if we pause and we said, what are the things of God What are the things that God has for me this year? And how do I pursue those to the expense of everything else? To the expense of everything else. I want you to look at that passage. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And learn from me. There's this idea that we have to learn to do this. We have to learn. We have to quiet our our hearts. And we have to be still and know that who is God? That he is God, not us, right? And that um, what do we say, the tyranny of the urgent? Anybody fear that, feel this? Where you feel like something has to get done and, and if it drops, it's just it's not an option to let it drop. Sometimes it's okay to let it drop. Sometimes it's okay to let it go because we need to let that go so we can follow the oxen of Christ as he pulls us along because that's going to be what is the most reinvigorating and restful for our souls. I want you to see here, he, he says, and this is an important aspect of Christ, he says, I am gentle and I am, I am gentle and I am lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Brothers and sisters, I think what happens so often in our lives is we get so stressed out and we get so many things on our, on our plates that we leave so little room to serve God and to serve his church, don't we? It becomes the lowest in priority. But here Jesus is saying is this is where you find your rest. How many of you maybe would be served this year by letting go of some of the pursuits, some of the things that that have owned your time and instead ask Jesus, how can I serve you, Lord? How can I serve your church? And you just might find what? Rest for your souls. So I told you it was going to be short this morning, didn't I? Um, I want to finish with this. So what? This next year, this next year, would you choose God things instead of good things? Would you choose God things instead of good things? 
How do you discern that? It's going to be some prayer. Is this going to hurt sometimes? Are we talking hard decisions? Yeah. But is your soul worth it? Yeah. Is Jesus worth it? Yeah. Can we pray and and do that um, this year? I want to finish with a time of just, I want to give you a moment to think through your life in light of Christ entering this earth. I'm going to pray and we're going to stand and, and uh, well, actually, why don't you stay seated and just pray, but we're going to have a time of response. Um, I'll have the elders come up and, and get ready for the offering as well. But let me just pray for you and then spend a, a quiet moment. I, some of us millennials, some of us younger kids, this is going to be hard. Quiet moment talking to the Lord. But give yourself a minute, two minutes to just go through your life and say, Lord, what is it that I'm doing that you haven't asked of me? And I want you to go through, Lord, what is it that I have ignored that you have asked of me? Okay, so I'm going to pray for you. Lord Jesus, I pray for my brothers and sisters here this morning. Would you give them wisdom? Would you give them discernment in their own lives, insight, Holy Spirit from you to discern what is of you and what is not of you? And Lord Jesus, I pray that with an open hand, they would be able to let go of some of the things that aren't necessary, that don't have anything to do with you. Lord, I pray that they would have open hands to receive, to receive your word and to receive your joy and to receive your rest. And Lord, I pray that um, over us as a church. In Jesus' name, I pray these things. Amen.